0: We come up with all kinds of topics, do all kinds of things on this show, and today I got somebody from really far away. I have Aaron Norris, and he is from Los Angeles, California. He uh, does all kinds of public speaking. He's the vice president of Market Insights at Property Radar, and he's going to tell you all about what he does, and uh, I'm going to check and see if he's on the phone here. Aaron, are you there? I am here. Sweet, sweet. Look, technology actually does work. Isn't that amazing?
1: Uh, technology can can't live with it can't live without it that's
0: so true so true so Aaron I just want to tell you right off the bat I don't know you from anywhere we got connected I think this is funny about this is we got connected through a third party that I guess uh Mm -hmm. helps to get podcast people together is that right
1: yeah yeah and i'm a it's almost like a podcast agent and uh I'm like a unicorn. I'm creative and data driven at the same time, so i I'll be your unique technology play for the year.
0: Yeah, that's it's awesome. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at your resume or your website, whatever you want to call it. And you are involved in a lot of different things. You have this company right now called Property Radar. You have the Norris Group. You have you were doing this cocktail party statement uh, thing. Um, then you did exhibit before that was exhibit you. I mean, I'm looking at your the diversity of what you do. Plus, you do your own podcast. You do your own live streaming. You know, you're doing a lot. You're out there.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I I grew up, my my first experience flipping houses was a five-year-old with my dad, sucking up cockroaches off the wall as the family was peeling back the carpet. Um, Nice. That sounds fun. Somewhere along the line. Yeah. Somewhere along the line. I was like, that's not for me. I I was a professional (laughs) artist based in New York city for, in my twenties. I also got to tour the world as a professional artist. And by chance got a gig working on wall street, doing acquisition and merger presentations at night. And I really loved it. I learned so much about marketing and branding Long story short, um, my body fell apart as a gymnast and a dancer based out of New York City, and I came back to California to help a family member with uh, an illness. And I fell into marketing and PR, got my MBA, and uh, ultimately ended up working for my father in the family business of hard money. So for the last 15 years, I've been a real estate investor, a hard money lender in California and Florida, and a content producer helping sort of bridge the divide in technology in the real estate sector. Um, I just... I. I just love this industry. It's yeah. changed my family's uh, trajectory in many generations. So I'm very passionate about the space.
0: Very cool. And, and, when, and there's one thing that you said in there that might, might not uh, resonate for everybody. Hard money. Give me, tell me what hard money is.
1: Yeah, it's, it's actually very easy money, but hard money, um, specifically in the real estate investor space is, uh, private capital for investors who are doing fix and flipping. Yeah. Uh, so they're business purpose loans. So, mm-hmm. uh, the more it smells like pee, the more you talk to me, they a little <laughs> quick down and dirty. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it's really meant for people or properties that don't look great on paper. Gotcha. So, you gotcha. know, gotcha. houses that are burned down or need mm-hmm. a lot of work have mold and how I fell into property radar. I've known Sean for over a decade. Um, the Norris group uh, produced is an event called I Survive Real Estate. It's a fundraiser where this year we're crossing the million dollar mark for charity. Yes, I saw so that. we bring good, good for bring together thought you. leaders from all over the industry. And Sean was our most requested guest. He is the the nerd that sort of brings technology trends forward into our space. He mm-hmm. created property radar to give small businesses access to the data to using public records to, to connect with the uh, customers. Yeah. So we're going nationwide this year and he completely changed the game in our industry on the West coast. And my job is to help small businesses kick some major butt.
0: Yeah. That's, it, <laughs> so I, I, I really love fun. it. I love it, and what's interesting is that this whole data-driven world. And you know, I'm I'm a Keller Williams agent, so uh, Gary Keller mm. is very, very um, driven by data and 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 protecting our data and and being able to use our data. And he says that basically, whoever owns the data owns the business. Um, and, and and it's so it sounds like a lot of what you guys are are doing. So tell me more about this property radar.
1: Property Radar. The easiest way that I explain it is, uh, we work with a lot of people that have real estate centric businesses. So that's investors, realtors, mortgage professionals, home services. anybody mm-hmm. who needs a consistent flow of leads in their pipeline. Um, and it gives access to property, people, mortgage, and distress data. So you can cultivate very interesting niche li- lists. And, yeah. and you know this in the real estate game, it's referral driven. Yep. It's very local, yep. and we believe in the hyper local expert. So So if you want to reach uh, 65-year-olds in a specific neighborhood with a property that's, you know, over 50 years old because you have a specific historic niche, this is where we come into play. You don't have to do big farms. You can connect with the people that matter the most and connect with them more often in strategic ways and the best channels to make it
0: happen. It's kind of like finding the right place to fish. Like you know, it's funny. It is. When I went to Canada a couple of years ago, we had a, a guide that that was you know worked. His family was three generations working in in the Thousand Islands up in in Canada, and uh, you know it was interesting. I'm not a big fisherman, just so you know. I'm just telling the story because this guy. Now you're looking at the Thousand Islands. You're looking at all the water that's there, and you're thinking, you know, how is this guy really going to know where the fish are? I mean, there, there's just no way. Well, we got in the boat. The guy puts the worm, the the lure on your thing. He you 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 cast it out. And believe it or not, it's incredible. You catch fish all day. And it's because this family has knows the the Thousand Islands so well that they know where the fish are. So that's kind of what you guys are doing is you know where the fish are. You're you're figuring it out through data.
1: Yep. And if you're new uh, and you don't know who the fish are, that's where the data will guide you successfully clues. So it's... I just... This business is just so fun. And it the is. data in Property Radar, there's over 200 fields to search up against.
0: Oh my so when you
1: start looking at demographic data and layering it on top of property data, um, part of what I teach, and it depends on who I'm talking to. So yeah. investors, I can cover everything oh. from figuring out a strategic way to contact absentee owners to owner mm-hmm. occupants with equity or how about how about uh, contractors who specialize in adding square footage or building accessory dwelling units um, wow. there's so many different ways to spin the data to whatever niche that you're trying to chase now yeah. I Keller Williams you know Gary Keller one of my favorite talks last year was the one he did where he was talking about the four different kinds of agents mm-hmm. you know yep. the old-school MLS yep. driven agent yep. on the other end is we never need agents it's robotics and we as an industry have to decide if we we're going to be a tech enabled agent yep. or an agent enabling tech, tech. Yep. yep and and shoot he's going to throw a You're speaking a my language buddy. You're speaking my language. <laughs> I <know the> language. <laughs> you're an exciting brand and you know he's he's really made it a mission not to ignore the technology disruptors and you know as a realtor it's really frustrating you're looking at these big businesses coming into our space who can apparently work and not make a profit for a decade mm-hmm. and yeah. still be around yeah. and we just can't do that so yeah. I want to inspire our industry to dream with data, to compete with the disruptors and kill it uh, because you deserve to be there. You are living, playing, giving locally, hiring locally. And that's not what these Wall Street companies are doing. And you're too important to give up. And so there's ways to do it and compete.
0: Obviously, I agree. I agree. So, you know, how have you seen like, here, one of the questions I, I had actually in my mind when you were talking about the other of How are you getting this data? Like, this is some pretty serious information that you're gathering. How does that how does that how do you get it?
1: Public records is, uh, is magical and messy. Um, <laughs> it, it comes from various different sources and part of the job of property radar. Uh, Sean O'Toole started in the business as a flipper. Um, up until 2006, he had flipped 150 homes. Wow. Um, and he was one of the few here in California that was like, this doesn't make sense. And uh, he stopped flipping houses to create foreclosure radar uh, back in 06. So he completely disrupted the foreclosure game. But then um, as foreclosures died down, it really became the game of, uh, it was no longer about distressed inventory foreclosures, REOs, and trusty sales. It was helping people identify opportunities of off-market properties. And this is going to be huge, uh, not just for investors, but for realtors moving forward. That's where the game's going to happen. So as you look at iBuyers and stuff, but public records is the way to get to that data. You buy it from multiple sources. Some of it's free, but it's organizing it and making it actionable, which is the big play. So it's multi-sourced, it's baked off, it's it's back-tested and back-filled. It's it's no small feat. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's not.
0: all kinds of algorithms and things like that. Now, I had invested. It's funny, I invested in one of these uh, companies. I don't remember the name of it a while back, probably about oh man, five, six years ago, something like that. And this is when it was first coming out. Basically, the data driven. You know, hey, why would you want to send a postcard out to 200 people? Why not send them out to 50 people that really matter? You know, or that really are are showing all the signs basically from their their, their searches that they do, from what they're saying on Facebook, from what they're doing here, how their buying patterns are, and we tried it. I did try it for a little bit. It was very costly at that time. I don't know what it costs now today for this stuff, but it, 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 um, it wasn't perfected yet. It it really wasn't. And I, I think that's it's one of those things that I knew that this was gonna be a big thing. And now I think it's thing it, it's perfected now. I mean, you guys, there's companies now like yourself and obviously I think yours is probably gonna be better than anybody's, uh, because that's why you're on the show. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think I think there's a lot to this. It's how everybody is is um is shopping today. They they know what we're doing, where we're doing it, and how we're doing it. That's it. They said that's why Amazon bought um, – what did they buy? They bought the grocery store, that one grocery store. And they did that because they wanted to see the buying patterns of people in a grocery store. I mean, that that to me is incredible.
1: You know what? And I would also venture that real estate matters, local matters. Absolutely. Uh, that was, you know, I agree. That was a very interesting move. And having that local footprint is really critical. Um, you look at uh, – hey, across the board, I just think real estate is going to continue to be here and be an important part of wealth building and a mix. And uh, with interest rates being at lifetime long lows, I, I love talking to millennials who give you grief about, oh my God, you know, interest <laughs> rates went up 0.1% today. And you're like, yeah, yeah. I always tell people my dad refinanced uh, the primary residence of our family in 1980 at 17 and a half oh, percent yeah, to become yeah. a full-time real estate investor. So yep. I...
0: Uh, <laughs> he could have gotten I an totally adjustable rate at 12%. He, he could have gotten an adjustable rate of 12%. 12%? I mean, come on. Yeah, it is incredible. Oh, my goodness. We have it so good.
1: The industry has just gotten very technology-driven, and we just have to get good with data. And I want to say, you know, it's not just about direct mail. Um, Part of what Property Radar does is has email and phone numbers as well. So I have people who use the data who do nothing else but call. Very hyper-localized lists that matter to their niche. If you specialize in seniors or veterans, you know, and you just love to get on the phone and you're so good at it, you do you. Yeah, we absolutely. have a really great um, we have a great metaphor of chocolate versus peanut butter, and it's when the marriage of those two come together that it's the most special. It's and all, peanut I, butter is the da- is the data. Chocolate yeah. is what you bring to the table. Interesting. <laughs> so
0: cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a good. One. I might use that. So if I steal that from you, you just, you know that I stole it from you. Okay, I'll give you credit all right, for it. I like good that. To me. Yeah, that's because it's funny <laughs> I too. It's, I love Reese's peanut butter cups too. So you're speaking the other language there too. <laughs> So um, food is love, buddy. Food is love. Yes, yes it is. So what else do you want to talk about today? I I just love where this conversation's gone with different things. What how's COVID impacting real estate? What do you think? I mean, we know what we see on our local level. What are you seeing anywhere else? You know,
1: part of our, our, our core uh, property radar and part of our history has been in um, foreclosures. You know, yeah. Sean was in on 60 minutes a long uh, time ago and cool. I know the media is going to be talking a lot about foreclosures and unfortunately, you know, for us, you know, I'd love to tell you like, yeah, you know, buckle up, prepare for a wave of foreclosures. This is going to be another two thousand seven, eight. Um, but we're just not seeing that in the no, data. So no. um I think off market is going to continue to be a, a really important lead source for our industry. Um sure, we're we're going to have um we're, we're going to have some foreclosures. The first ones to come through when allowed to, yep. uh, nationwide will be yep. the pre COVID foreclosures that just got stopped up. And then after that, we really have to think about it doesn't matter what party affiliation you uh, belong to. Mm-hmm. Um, is it, is it, does it really make sense that we're going to foreclose on, on everybody in a national pandemic? That's nobody's fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just going to be hard to stomach. And with the GSDs uh, doing so many of the loans, I just have a feeling that the government is going to throw a lot of resources to try to. uh, I agree. And, you know, look at all the – if you bought in early 2000, are are you sitting – 2020, are you sitting on equity?
0: Oh, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, we <laughs> have never gone back to 06 where we were giving loans to people that just no, breathed. Exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Everybody qualifies. That's a,
0: I use the same and I use it all time. And I tell our agents here, I'm 28 years in the business and I tell our agents all the time. I said, look, this is not 2006. It's totally different. This was driven because of, yeah. a, of a virus. It's not driven because there was bad decisions made. It's not driven because banks are giving loans to people that are dead. You know, it's driven because, it, it's because of a, a virus. We had a great thing going, and now all of a sudden it just got slowed up a little bit, and so it'll come back.
1: Well, and then some of us in, in unique areas where there's sort of like that rural or suburban play and where all of a sudden you've got these uh, tech companies that are allowing you to live anywhere, you know— um, it's. An, I've. i I lived in New York City. I, I know what that's like, and yeah, I can't yeah. imagine living there right now. And I yeah. know a lot of people that are being forced to other markets. And here in California, it, it's been interesting to talk to agents I know in places like San Diego and Palm Springs that are the recipient of uh, the Bay Area people yeah. who now can live wherever they want, and they're looking at lifestyle. And I think that's really a trend in the realtor space. Is we're not, especially with millennials you are selling a lifestyle, not just a shelter. And that's something that technology is going to have a hard time with. So when you're working with a millennial who uh, it's like, you know, I'm looking for something historic and this is the style preference that I'm in and I want to be in a walkable neighborhood close to restaurants.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: In my mind I know realtors to send to when somebody wants to talk about a historic property buy or somebody who specializes in first-time buyers that is patient and has the resources to get them first-time buyer credits and loan programs and all that, like I, in my brain locally, just have that cemented who I'm going to refer because referrals, you want to look like a badass when you give
0: referrals. Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely.
1: No, it's so true. Our job is in the realtor space is to be that referral.
0: And that's also where the computer just can't, cannot mimic what we do as realtors or what we do as people in this business. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work, you know, and that's, uh, so yeah, it's it's good stuff. So, anything else you want to talk about before we uh, finish up this podcast? Believe it or not, we've been talking for over fifteen minutes. It's incredible how fast it goes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's crazy. But I, I really have- enjoy what you're doing. So, tell me, give me like your 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 ending comments.
1: I want to just say, as we go into 2021, and it looks like the iBuyer trend, including Keller Williams, has been threatening Mm -hmm. to, they've been testing to come out with their own um, iBuyer model. Um, Just be very clear on what that is and make sure you have real estate investors in your back pocket. A lot of these iBuyers are going to be focused on very easy transactions. If they've got people or property issues, they're going to be doing the easy ones. If you're familiar with the Homevestors brand, the We Buy Ugly Houses, Mm -hmm. they buy ugly houses. That's their model. I buyers are really buying the easy houses, <laughs> right, so right. just get very clear. Don't be afraid of it. Understand where they plan to play, and um, figure out how to either leverage them in your business or work around them efficiently. Just focus on the data.
0: That's really cool. Good information. Really good information. And uh, did I did I tell you this in the beginning here? When 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 I was looking up your name, you do know that Chuck Norris's brother's name is Aaron Norris, right? I,
1: I was part of the actors' union and had to go by my full uh, birth name because, yes, he was already in the union. Yeah,
0: and he's a stuntman, too. I learned so much. and It's funny. I started reading about this Aaron Norris, and I'm like, this isn't the right guy. This is Chuck Norris's brother. So I just thought I'd let you know that. I want to say thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it, Aaron. And I wish you all the success and, and everything that, that you could ever have. So I, I appreciate you being on the show, and I will talk to you hopefully sometime soon again.
1: Sounds
0: good, Brad. Thanks so much. All right, take care. Well, there you have it. There was Aaron Norris from Los Angeles, California. Probably the the furthest away guest that I have had, so that was really cool. And we got hooked up through uh, what's called Kitcaster. It's a podcast agency, and I want to I want to say thanks for for getting um, getting us together. Is what I wanted to say. So, um, thanks so much for listening. This is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You.